Good afternoon everybody, it's Kelly Cornish, the founder of Heart Heroes and today is July the 9th and it is 1.35pm and I'm joined by three amazing ladies, Nicola Enoch, Rosie Haynes and Adele Boston. Hi Nicola. Hi there Kelly. Would you like to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about PADS? Yes, certainly. Thank you very much. So I'm Nicola Enoch and I founded PADS, which is an acronym for Positive About Down Syndrome. Uh, and that was in October 2017. And really, we, as a parent um, of a young chap with Down Syndrome, Tom, I was very aware um, about that there's a lot of sort of outdated information um, around Down Syndrome, particularly in maternity care. So PADS was created to primarily reach expectant and new um, parents who wanted to have an insight into the reality um, of what it's like to be a parent to a, somebody with Down syndrome. Um, and we've just grown and grown and sort of reached a stage now where we're supporting uh, approximately 90 expectant women and a thousand families uh, with a little one uh, with Down syndrome under the age of about three. Um, and of course, quite a few of our children um, are, may have a heart defect. So, you know, it's been super for us to catch up, um, you know, and work with um, heart heroes, uh, who um, Adele and Rosie will tell you a little bit more about how we've been collaborating. Thank you very much. How do you actually support your families, Nicola? Um, most of the support is done online. So we have closed Facebook groups um that we're uk based only and we're, we sort of keep it very much that way um so we provide a lot of peer support um we also have experts on hand in our groups so in our maternity in our great expectations group uh we have some mums who are also midwives neonatal nurse pediatric nurse um and then in the new parents um, and preschooler groups we have experts in sort of various uh, disciplines such as eye care, um, around toileting, some of our little ones are more prone to constipation. Um, and we provide, so the, the Facebook groups are fantastic. Um, both Rosie and Adele are active members on the groups. Um, and we also provide a lot of information. It's all about empowering our parents. So last night we had an information session on applying for disability living allowance. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a specialist speech and language therapist speaking about dysphagia. Uh, next week, we've got someone talking about sensory issues and feeding. So it's kind of about providing a lot of information um, and support. So it started off, as I said, back in the maternity units, but I say back, that's where we carry on doing a lot of work there. Um, but then, you know, um, with our parents, we, it's an ongoing support and we do online early development groups. So it's pretty extensive. It's, as I say, it's grown very rapidly. Fantastic. We're looking at introducing physiotherapy uh, from this September remotely because it's amazing what you can do remotely now. Absolutely. It sounds very much like Heart Heroes. You know, our support is so diverse. And I guess you're listening to the families all the time as well about what they sort of need and, and want, really. Absolutely. That's very much, you know, we're, we're very immersed, you know, in at the coal face. Um, you know, I'm as a mum myself, although my son's now approaching 17, I've run a local support group for 15 years um, and then PADS keeps me very much in touch 
the sort of what's going on in maternity care and for our, our new parents. So and we try to be as responsive as we can. Um, and that's how we kind of came to being put in touch with you. Um, because, you know, we introduced an initiative, which I'll let one of uh, Adele or Rosie talk about because they know far more about it than me. I just said, yes, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> that's yeah. the way it goes. Thank you, Nicola. Hi, Rosie. Hello. <laughs> Would you like to introduce us to Heart Stories and explain a bit about your Heart Buddies scheme that you're running? Yep. Um, I joined, um, I found pads um, while I was pregnant, just before I was born, actually. Um, so I think Sophie was the first graduate from the, the pads Great Expectations group, um, which is quite exciting. And um, and I like Nicola says, it's just really great peer support, particularly. And um, Sophie went through heart surgery when she was five months old. Um, and there was a lot of support on the group, reading other people's stories. Um, and I think that really helped prepare for it. Um, and so when Nicola was looking for some help putting together um, a document about heart stories, so just parents' experiences, um, I volunteered to help put those together. Um, and then she suggested a sort of buddy scheme, um, which I leapt at really, because I was very fortunate that I had a friend who had a, um, whose son had been through heart surgery and so she was able to support me when I was going through it. Um, and just particularly when we were in hospital, she just she understood where I was and how I was feeling and it made a real difference. Um, so I, I love the idea of um, being able to, to, to provide that to, to more of the parents coming through the PADS group. Um, so we, we set it up about three months ago now um, and we when, when someone requests a heart buddy, we match them up with um, one or two buddies um, who've got experience. So we've got at least one with experience of a similar procedure um, and one with experience of the hospital. Um, and so they can offer advice and really importantly, the understanding, I think, um, and answer, you know, practical questions the parents have about what to take to hospital or, um, you know, what facilities there are at the hospital and those little things that occur to you as you're trying to get ready that perhaps you haven't had time to think about when you're meeting the professionals and so on. Um, and also just get that emotional support, which um, I think makes a big difference. Um, you know, when you're talking to your family, you're kind of wanting to be positive and things. And actually, sometimes you need a safe place. You can talk about your, your kind of worries and fears and, and that kind of thing. So um, it, I think it's a really helpful scheme. Um, I think we've supported 10 families now through through surgery since it started um, in March. Um, and we've got more than that. Um, signed up awaiting surgery um, and we've just had our first um, parent who benefited from a heart buddy sign up to be a heart buddy for somebody else so we're hoping it will sort of perpetuate um, like that um, uh, going forwards and I think the feedback we've had so far is that it's it's really made a difference to parents. Fantastic so how would families find out about the heart buddy scheme? Well we're trying to um, spread the word um, now that it's sort of set up and running. Um, I, we regularly post on our Facebook groups about it so the parents are aware. It's open to all members of the, of the Facebook groups. Um, so, um, and I sort of post on there regularly. And, and if anyone puts on asking for advice about heart surgery and things, we try and kind of dive in and, and say, you know, we've got um, both the heart, heart Stories document um, giving out, just sort of setting out, I think about 13, families experiences and then um, and then also the heart buddy scheme 
um, and we're now looking at how we can speak to some of the hospitals um, to make sure that you know if we can producing a leaflet to hand out um, so that we can spread the word that way as well um, for families with um, little ones with DS who, who need the surgery. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as, as as you guys know, that it can be quite isolating when your mm. child has additional needs or a condition. So I, we really find within Heart Heroes that it's all about the family supporting each other, you know, and like you say, you can have all your family and friends around you, um, but it's really hard for somebody else to understand it unless you've gone through similar journeys. So like, yeah, the Heart, you know, buddy scheme just you know, it's amazing. I think it's really, really good. So fantastic. Okay, thank you for that, Rosie. Um, and we have Adele Boston. Ad Adele is one of our heart families as well. And uh, you are involved with uh, Positive About Down Syndrome too. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yes, thank you, Kelly. So I'm Adele. And um, I first became aware of PADS three months after having my son who has Down syndrome. Um, uh, when he was born, we found out two days later that he had um, three heart defects, um, which was just piled on a lot of anxiety. I was quite overwhelmed with that. And we were already sort of dealing with, um, you know, finding out that he had Down syndrome, what, what that would mean. At that point, we had no support. We didn't know about online support groups. So over the next sort of um, few months, I came to find pads online and I just found the support in the group invaluable. Um, and just being able to talk to other people who know what you're feeling, you know, what to expect, including, um, you know, his heart defects. It was, it was really reassuring. And then a few months after that, I found Heart Heroes online as Ishmael was expecting um, his his surgery in Bristol Royal Children's Hospital. Um, and again, I just find it really reassuring seeing other people's um, share their stories, their experiences. It took a lot of the fear away of the unknown. Um, yeah, it was just just all really helpful to to not just me, me and my husband as parents, and knowing that other people knew how we felt and that everything was going to be okay, even though it felt really scary at the time. Um, I've also become a heart buddy to another family from PADS whose little one has very similar conditions to Ishmael, which, you know, it's been lovely to be able to provide some emotional um, support to them um, through that process. Yeah, it's just really rewarding um, overall. Um, and also I've become a regional maternity coordinator for Positive About Down Syndrome. So we've been able to reach other hospitals, not only through maternity units, paediatric units, cardiology units, and just let them know about the support that's available through the online groups. Fantastic. And I guess um, as, a, as a family yourself, it's a great way for you to sort of not deal, I think it's the wrong word, but you know, to be able to cope with your journey as well, because you can obviously openly talk about your journey and what you've experienced in the fact that you are going to be helping somebody else. But I guess at the same time, you're sort of saying it out loud. So it's almost, you know, good for you guys as well, because it's so hard isn't it, to talk about these things sometimes and can be quite triggering. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to talk to people who don't really know how, how, how it actually feels to go through these situations so it is 
it's just very beneficial to be able to connect with other people who know exactly how you feel and have been in that exact same position that you have it's just there's no ways to describe how helpful it's been to me and my husband it's amazing and you know like we say with heart heroes it's all, it's about the whole family it's not just about the child it's about the parents it's the grandparents you know we have auntie and uncles that come to our meetings you know and our get-togethers because we just feel that's so important you know anybody that's part of that child's life is going to experience the journey in some way you know um so it's amazing that you know you have this scheme that and like you say it's reassurance um and sometimes it can be quite isolating yeah it can be very isolating um yeah it's just really good to be able to connect with people because you feel so alone especially during the covid pandemic where you couldn't get out and reach other people that you might have been put in touch with through your hospital and things like that so um and um even even my mum for example she loves the grandparents pads group she's found it a great support to you know to be able to go on ask questions see how other grandparents have felt you know and how to support me better you know, through through what we've gone through so you know it's a scary experience for everybody in the family when we're facing heart surgery or any type of you know medical intervention I guess it's you know you're always going to be her daughter and I guess then it becomes she's looking after you as well as her grandchild. So it becomes a sort of a, um, you know, a, a snowball, if you like, of her trying to support everybody and family as a whole. Yeah, Nicola, definitely. how have you found the sort of recent times with the pandemic? Um, I guess for our families, <clears throat> excuse me, we've probably been, I say lifeline, that sounds a bit um, extreme, but I think for some it almost has been actually, because um, certainly those, you know, uh, who've had their baby during the pandemic and haven't been able to get out and go to their, um, you know, any sort of baby um, activity classes or NCT groups or anything. I think having access to a, a ready-made community, in effect, um, has been really, really supportive. Um, you know, I think there have been a lot of people who've for all people, you know, have been lonely during the pandemic because we've all been pretty isolated in our homes. So, you know, social media has been a fantastic, you know, our Facebook groups have been a fantastic platform, I think, for those new um, and indeed our expectant parents to sort of um, to interact and, and, you know, and actually create friendships. Um, it's quite nice for me as a, you know, uh, being able to view I can see who's getting on and in fact we've got a big uh, I say shindig coming up in September uh, we've organized an actual real life event where we all meet people um, and uh, we're meeting in Oxfordshire and I think it's going to be phenomenal to see all these people coming from across the country who've only con been in contact sort of remotely to actually meet physically will be fabulous um, but yes I think we've been able to provide a lot of information and support um, you know, a lot of our families haven't had, you know, our little ones do sort of ideally, you know, should be accessing speech and language therapy, physiotherapy, um, portage, you know, which is a home teaching service. So that's why we introduced, you know, last September, I mentioned briefly an online early development groups to be able to access these families who aren't um, able to attend um, groups or have people visiting their homes. Mm -hmm. So for us, bizarrely, the pandemic's almost, you know, for us as a group, we've been able to provide um, more to our families, I think, and hopefully, you know, we'll carry on doing that. Obviously, we encourage families to then 
uh, go step back outside the front door as, as life resumes and sort of access their local support groups and um, the services that are available, but they're not always available across the country. So, you know, we can sort of plug those gaps and um, yeah, so. It's, it's a lot been... positive, isn't there, that's come out of the pandemic and, you know, a bit like <laughs> yourselves, you know, going online and people being able to reach who perhaps couldn't physically come to a, a, a get together or a meeting, that there's still that option. So I guess Absolutely. that will stay in place. It definitely will. And for us, you know, in terms of sort of reaching maternity units in order to sort of provide training, um, whereas in the past, you know, there's only a, a few of us who do deliver the training. At this point in time you know it, it we could spend most of a day traveling to a hospital to deliver an hour's training um now i literally you know can be delivering training to some student midwives in durham in the after, in the morning and um you know obviously some midwives in kent in the afternoon or whatever so it's fantastic um in that respect i mean uh the, the opportunities i think you know the, the zoom and teams has really sort of opened up that chance to reach more um, professionals to educate them because uh, there's a sort of a lot of ignorance you know I think it was Adele who said it's fear of the unknown and I guess with heart surgery and also with having a baby with Down syndrome there's people with the Down syndrome you know I think it's it is a lot of unknowns but actually what we're able to show them is you know it's not so different and we're able to um, support them and um, yeah so it's made it yes it's made my life a lot easier to be honest I'm not on the train all the time up and down to London and so on so yeah I think there was a bit of shock initially of how we're going to do this but once it was in place you know it's quite sort of it flowed well you know our yes. support, so. I think people have yeah we've all had to adjust haven't we and um and sort of maximize the opportunities I suppose yeah uh, we're looking at it take the positives out definitely yeah Sure. So Rosie, how have you found it during the sort of pandemic as, as a parent? Have you sort of accessed um, support? Yeah, I think Nicola's right, actually. Pads have been a bit of a lifeline for me. Um, so Sophie was about three months old, I think, when the pandemic sort of suddenly kicked off. And she had literally gone into heart failure the week before. Um, and we were at our you know local hospital and they said, you know, just go home now. We'll come pick up a medication tomorrow and her discharge paperwork tomorrow. Just, you know you're better off not being in the hospital and that was really unnerving <laughs> um so we had a, a very difficult few months the first few months of the pandemic um uh, you know we were shielding and things and um very isolated from from everybody um and all my normal support network so having um the pads group there was um really helpful um and it made a big difference and um and it still does i mean you know i spend loads of time reading we all spend and, far too much time on yeah, it does suck up a lot of time but um there's so much that you learn and I think as a parent something with with down syndrome and with with the heart surgery as well you just want to know as much as you can and you're worried that you're you might be missing something and I think that's a great thing that I've got from um pads is that sort of reassurance that I've I'm not missing something that I'm supposed to know that I just didn't um and I think particularly with the pandemic it'd be easy to have, have, have um, for, for that, you know, things not to be told to you. Um, and um, it, it's very reassuring, like the early development groups and things that they've done um, to make sure that you know, you know that you're doing the best you can. And that's what you want to be able to do, really. 
I think that comes of, you know, that actually parents do become sort of, you know, the knowledge of their children's conditions, you know, they, they know, you know, your child best, you know, so when you do go for a hospital appointment, you know, you're confident in what you're saying that you're noticing these different things. And, you know, it's, mm. I think it's really important, isn't it, to yeah. have that voice for your child and absolutely yeah. a familiarization with um, terminology and things like that as well, so that you're, you're not kind of trying to work out how to spell dyscalgia for example um well instead of listening to what they're saying um and things like that you know you you, you kind of go a little bit pre-warned about what you might be talking about or whatever and then you can um yeah focus on what they're really saying excellent how do, have you felt Adele through the sort of pandemic and these crazy times yeah it has been a bit crazy um Ishmael was born the very beginning of March so the pandemic really sort of kicked off in the UK very shortly after. Um, so we didn't get to meet family and friends and show him off as you would a new baby. So yeah, that that was quite um, isolating, sorry. Um, so finding the online support groups um, took away that loneliness. I felt like I became a part of a community, uh, made friends, not only in PADS, but Heart Heroes as well. I've spoken to mums outside of that spoken you know to find people that are local to me not just nationwide uh, so that's been really lovely and met up with some parents you know now things have eased up and done outside distance meets and things like that so that's been really lovely to be able to do that in such a um, such crazy circumstances Absolutely. So would you have any sort of advice on perhaps families that are sort of sat listening to this, not not knowing if the support is right or they, you, you know, they need it, you know, because, you know, as Heart Heroes, we often say it's coming for a coffee. It's coming for your your children to play with other children. You know, it's not to sit down and let's talk about things. It's just a casual get together. You know, what would, advice would you say perhaps to a, a new mum or new dad that's a bit nervous, say? Um, from my own experience, I would just say join. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to talk about anything. Just watch what other people are saying. And, you know, if that helps you, great. And then if you've got the confidence to talk about your own experience, if you want to reach out to people, that's there for you too. Absolutely. And like the online things as well. We no, I said the I'm online. Sorry, I was just going to say that the group... Oh, go on, we're both doing it. You go, Kelly. <laughs> no, I was going to say the uh, online things we often say, if you don't want to have your camera on, you know, you don't have to. You can just listen, you know, so it makes it more inclusive. You know, you don't have to be, because we all know that sitting in front of a screen is quite daunting. Who really wants to look at themselves? But abs absolutely turn off your camera and, and join in. Yes. Yeah, and I think the thing is when it's peer support, excuse me, everybody understands where everyone else is coming from. So, you know, we're all in the same boat sort of thing. It's not, you know, so, and it's also our, our pages, our groups aren't all, I mean, whilst everyone's got a child with Down syndrome, that's not all that's talked about, you know, it's sort of also, we just talk, you know, celebrate what our little ones are doing, um, you know, show them off, um, as well as asking sort of practical questions and things. Um, but I think, you know, it's a very, all our groups I like to think are welcoming and, and completely, you know, not remotely judgmental or anything at all. Um, but I think it's the fact that, you know, those who do arrive and perhaps are struggling a little bit, 
<clears throat> excuse me, you know, we're very open and, and say that many of us have struggled as well and that, you know, um, we're there for them and we understand. Um, and we also send out, we have a, a book we published. Oh, that's what we did in the pandemic as well, published a book. Um, and we, it was our first, we, it was this time a, a year ago. Um, and we're on our, we've had our fourth delivery. So we've sent out over 3000 books. Um, and that's a book called Nobody Told Me the Truth About Down Syndrome. Um, and that really is just a sort of, Oh, I don't know. I can't. I should remember, but it's a year ago. I think it's 148 pages of photos and stories, um, and it just shows people um, the reality, you know. And people just want to see. Oh, look, they're on holiday. Oh, look, there's someone off to school. Um, and it's and we, you know, try to make sure we got different perspectives. And and most important, we have young people with Down syndrome have contributed to it. Um, so, yes, you know, we try and provide support in a lot of different ways. Um, I've gone off tangent now, so apologies. <laughs> sure. So I guess there's an element of keeping it real, isn't it? You know, you can get a lot of, you can get squashed with a load of sort of medical terms and knowledge, but actually it's real life that people want to see, you know, they want to know that they're, they're normal, you know, their normal families live in normal lives just with extra challenges. Yeah. And I think... You know, with the heart stories, the sort of, I mean, I have to say I'm a bit of an imposter because my son, I have, you know, I haven't had a child who's gone through heart surgery, um, but over the years, you know, no a fair few. But the idea of just sort of putting together the stories was removing some of that fear of the unknown. So as you say, you know, we're all in general, um, medical practitioners obviously provide us with all the medical information. Of course, that's what we expect and what we need. But it is all the sort of little practical things that parents sort of worry about. And also, I think, and I say this as a bit of an imposter, but I wonder about, you know, we include photos of the little ones just sort of pre and post surgery. And um, and I think possibly that helps um, a parent to know what to expect, mm. um, because otherwise, um, you know, yeah, otherwise, if you don't know what to expect, it, I would imagine it can be quite overwhelming and perhaps that shock can then be something else to have to deal with. Um, so it's trying to sort of, uh, I, I use the word neutralize, but that's not really a, the right word, but it's just trying to sort of, well, educate as well, isn't it? Um, and I think prepare as well. And particularly, yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the things actually quite often that comes up with the heart buddies is sort of an exchange of photographs about, you know, what to expect, explanation of what different things are, um, so that when you first see a little one post-surgery, you, you, you're not kind of, um, you know, really taken aback by just how they're looking. You, you kind of, you're prepared for it. Um, and I know that certainly helped me, um, you know, I, and the, the nurses are great. They taught you all through it as well. But it really helped to kind of have an idea of, of what Sophie would look like. I think it's good for others as well, isn't it? it it's educating others that perhaps will, you know, never go through this journey it's just nice to show them that actually this is what we go through because you know sometimes it's really hard to show the hard side of things but actually it's good for people to be aware and people can show the the heart stories document to families as, as, as well and and so they have an idea of the stages you go through and and things like that as well I think and for me I, I wrote Sophie's story in it and I found it really healing to sit and and write it all out um 
and in fact it was really long to start off with I had to shorten it quite a lot but um and I think actually that's something I would say to other parents once they've gone through the surgery you know you've gone through the sort of the period afterwards when your little one is is doing a lot better you then need time yourself to heal I think um and I don't think I'd realized that beforehand but you really you kind of need to go through a process yourself as well as and and um and and just sort of yeah process through everything you've you've been through because it is a really intense experience absolutely so if we I think we're very similar in the support that we give you know and you know and everything you're saying I'm relating to and I'm I'm sure it's the other way as well you know how how do you sort of see um pads and heart heroes sort of working together what can we do to support you guys I guess it's promoting you know for each of us you know to be promoting what the other's doing so I know we've included you you know in our lived experience um, booklet we have a, a list of um, uh, we signpost parents you know to other sources of information and I've obviously included heart heroes um, so certainly you know that's a, an obvious thing to do isn't it to connect um, families to each other uh, I'm not Absolutely. sure what else I wasn't aware of heart heroes or or any of those sorts of organizations yeah. so I think it's, it's making sure that our heart parents know that you're there to, to offer support as well and particularly the fact that you've got the sort of under usual circumstances the face-to-face -face, um interactions and things as well um and you know it's a community as well post-surgery as well isn't it that um you know little ones with with um chd have it you know for, for their whole lives essentially um post-surgery as well you know there's still things you have to think about um so it's it's a useful you know it's I think helpful for, for people to be in both communities yeah, absolutely and I think there's so many different challenges throughout the ages as well you know you're going to hit milestones that may present different challenges so I think it's good for you know each of our families to be aware you know so that they can reach out for different things you know we're going to offer those different things I know we did a uh, section in our newsletter about you guys you know and I ha we will add you to our website as well um, yeah and just keep sharing each other's um, social media posts and things like that you know and you know and again it's just raising that awareness isn't it and that educating other people that what our families you know go through and you know and actually celebrating the ups as well as the downs I think is really important definitely yeah yes that's a lot of what we're about as well that's why we're called positive about down syndrome yeah absolutely, <laughs> at the, absolutely. yeah not I being overwhelmed by all the you know what people perceive perhaps as challenges or whatever yeah. so yeah absolutely well thank you ladies it's been lovely to speaking with you all um and it would be really good if perhaps we did another interview in a couple of months time just to see how things are going yeah that'd be great be lovely thank absolutely. you for inviting us and for your support, Kelly. Thank no, you very thank much. You. Thank you very much.